So welcome to the St. Peter's by the Sea Presbyterian Church. Widen our welcome facilities renovation campaign, all church Bible study podcast. I am your host, Sharon Trice, and today is part three of week one, Living Our Faith, Sacrificial Giving. For three weeks, we will be um, reviewing a multi-part podcast of the Living Our Faith Bible Study. And today is the wrap-up discussion for this week's study. We're going to discuss kind of the takeaways from the study. So if you've missed part one or two of this week's study, it's still available for you to access on the church's website at www.stpetersprez.org. For this week's Living Our Faith Bible Study, I am still joined by Paul Strand and Valerie Ryan, who have been integral parts of our community of faith here at St. Peter's. Uh, Before we begin, let me thank you for your insights and discussion. You both have been great to talk with this week. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. I'm really enjoying this. (laughs) So now that we have discussed the stories of Zacchaeus and the widow's offering from Luke chapters 19 and 21, what are your takeaways from these two passages in the context of sacrificial giving? Well, Sharon, I remember from part one, I said at the very beginning, what makes the Bible so interesting is God using ordinary people like you and me to do extraordinary things. So we have these two characters, one of them named and one of them other, uh, not named. Zacchaeus was named. We knew a lot about him. We knew he was a, hated by the people. He was a tax collector. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And then we have this unnamed widow. Um, but both are examples of faith, kind of two very extreme examples of, of faith, but interesting. Um, of the two, I'd have to say the harder, the much harder, would be the widow. Mm-hmm. Um, I can look at Zacchaeus and kind of relate more to him, but the widow was very difficult. Would you agree, Val, that she's, oh, I, she's kind of a... Absolutely agree. Women at that time were looked down upon, and the fact that she's a widow, she had nobody mm-hmm. to provide for her. So she did live much more in fear just because she was a woman and she yeah. had no regular income. Right. Yeah, so that was difficult because you look at this, and I could see Zacchaeus is more like me because as being a relatively wealthy Christian, um, I can give. And it's going to be my from discretionary income. Mm-hmm. So I can give and I'll still be able to travel and eat out and do the things that a lot of us in this community are able to do. Mm-hmm. And so for me, but where's the, the widow, of course, I'm, I don't know that kind of poverty. So for me, I'm looking at Zacchaeus more closely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm inspired by the widow, but I'm looking at Zacchaeus and saying, okay, how does that inform me? In my giving. Now, he, hmm. um, he gave, um, what was it, half of everything he's going to give to the poor? Let's see. Well, he's going to repay four times. He's so. going to repay four times, and um, and he was going to give up half of his possessions to right. the poor. Okay, so that's, um, you know, as we're looking back in the two passages, we have a poor widow, and Zacchaeus is giving the poor. So you know, in terms of giving, the poor are very much important on God's heart. And that's kind of one of the connections I can see between these two passages. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Thank you. Thank you, Paul, for that. And reminding us, too, about Zacchaeus not just repaying those he cheated, but 
also giving to the poor. I mean, that is, that's gener. He was giving out of his generosity, out of his wealth, right? Mm-hmm. For that, thanks. And we're called all throughout the Bible. We are called to take care of the widows, mm-hmm. and here the widow is taking care of us. Mm-hmm. So interesting. It's yeah. it's beautiful on many many levels. Now the tables are turned. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. God wants us to give from the heart. She gave from the heart, but we are called to give to the widows, the orphans, those less fortunate. There's stories, as I said, throughout the Old and New Testaments. Uh, but God calls us to focus that we give from a grateful and thankful heart. Hmm. And God has provided for us richly. We need to provide for those less fortunate. Okay. Well, Paul, let me ask you, how, how would you explain the giving as a spiritual discipline? Um, I was just thinking about this in ter- and globally in terms of how much I give um, compared to most. You think of the working poor in mm-hmm. our country. A third to half of them give 5% of their income. Okay, that's people making between like twenty and 50000 depending on, you know, how right. many kids they have. Now, they're giving 5% of that. Um, that's on the average in the United States. Hmm. And so I'm thinking, well, as a, a wealthy person, as a, at a minimum, I should at least be matching that, <laughs> if not more, in my own spiritual life. And then ah. even today in church, we, um, Laura Hanley talked about the tithe and how important that was in terms of spiritual discipline. So there are really lots of ways to look at this. Um, and I think we're called to look at it. Over and over again, we've talked about being uncomfortable about money. But God keeps nudging us. That Holy Spirit keeps saying to us, you know what? You have a lot in comparison to people all over the world. You need to help more and be generous in that help and be joyful in that help. Hmm. So, Valerie, let let me transition this question into maybe some questions on people's mind. Um, we've had this Bible study that we've discussed this week is really about stewardship, about our faith giving, whether it be tithing or a portion of that tithe. But how does the facilities renovation campaign fit into this topic? Well, we are looking for our members to help us make our campus much more accessible to those that want to be here more but can't be because we are not ADA compliant, for example. Mm -hmm. Our kitchen in Reeves is falling apart. So this campaign is above faith giving. We still need and want and will do all the missions. So your faith giving goes into our mission projects. We don't want any of that to stop. We're not going to stop focusing on asylum seekers or you know, our homeless gifts or anything. We're not going to stop anything. What we're looking Mm -hmm. to is widen our welcome, have more people on our uh, campus be more accessible. So, and it's it's an additional ask that we're looking to over a three-year time frame. Oh, all right. So the campaign, um, contributions to our campaign do not replace our regular faith giving. Please no, because this is separate. And we realize that not everybody can give 
a lot of money to this. We totally understand this, but we're looking to set up improvements on campus. We're looking to be more welcoming, accessible, and hospitable to the people on campus. We're looking to be available for those people that want to use our kitchen for hosting mission projects. We want to increase all that we have been given over the last 60 years so that we're here and mm -hmm. able to do much, much more over the course of our next 60 years. This is talking to our future and moving us forward. Okay. I really appreciate that explanation and the emphasis that um, we all can give to the campaign at varying different levels. Right. Mm -hmm. And we all can participate in our regular stewardship of faith giving to the church based on how we feel the Holy Spirit leads us. Um, those are really important questions. But the facilities renovation campaign is important project that this church is taking on. Um, so Valerie, let me ask you this last question. If I wanted to find out more about the Widen Our Welcome facilities renovation campaign, where do I look? Who do I ask? Well, we've got a committee of 20 people plus their subcommittee. So we are trying to get everyone engaged. So reach out, talk to the person right next to you, and there's a good <laughs> chance they're already helping us. Okay. But if you want written material, you can always come see me, call me, email me, and there's information about this widening our welcome on our website at, once again, www.stpetersprez.org. Lots of information in the church office as well. So ask, there's a good chance somebody's got some answers. <laughs> Great, thank you. Well, there it is, folks. Giving is part of our faithful response to all that our good and gracious God has given us. Every day, we have things to be thankful for the good and the not so good, the hard and the easy stuff as well. Giving isn't simply about the amount, but the generosity, where our heart is. We are God's people. So let us be known by our love and our generosity. Tune in next week for week two of the Living Our Faith Bible Study. Next week, we will discuss how much is enough. Can you... Uh, you can find out more about our three-year Widen Our Welcome Facilities Renovation Campaign on our church website at www.stpetersprez.org. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next time.